tender and mild Welcome, boys and girls, to a holiday special of Jamming with Jam. I'm your host, Jake Rack, and yes, welcome to this very special holiday episode of Jamming with Jay. Now, I decided to, you know, treat all of you to a solo show of Jamming with Jay and give you my holiday traditions. Now, as you all know, I am Jewish. No, no, I'm not. But there is a, a Jew in our community that I want to give a special shout out to, buddy. To our, to our Jew friend, you know who you are. Stop hitting women. And stop hitting children. Shame on you. You should know better. But you know what? Let me give you my holiday traditions. Well, first, <coughs> I'm sorry. You know what? No, screw it. Let's go to shall we? No, no, no. How the fuck do I do this? I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll figure out what to do right after uh, we, you hear the Montreal Screwjob from our good friend, Sean Walsh. Hello everyone, Sean Walsh here, and on behalf of myself and the whole Jam with Jay family, I'd like to wish each and every one of you a happy holidays. Now, for many of us, it's a happy time of the year, it's a time to celebrate, but for some, the holidays don't bring about those same special feelings, and I think it's important even during these times that we think about those people. I think back to 1997, ages before Connor Green was even born, there was a hitman known as Bret Hart, who a month prior went through a devastating tragedy known as the Montreal Screwjob, the company that he poured all his blood, sweat, and tears into screwed him over. And there are some people who have spread this fiction, some of you who maybe listen to this, that Brett just refused to drop the belt in Montreal because he didn't want to lose the belt in Canada, and Vince had no choice. He had to do it. There was nothing he could do. He had to get the belt off of Brett. Blah, blah, blah. Because of Alondra Blaze and the trash can and all this nonsense. This fake news. Not true. If you still believe that to this day, you're just, you're not going out of your way to get reliable information. But thankfully, my Christmas gift to you on behalf of Jam with Jay is to give you the real story. To understand 
everything that the Hitman had to go through, you have to go back to even prior to 1997. Let's go back to 1992. Bret Hart becomes the WWF Champion. Vince McMahon or someone behind the scenes was always trying to replace Bret Hart as the top superstar in the WWF. Whether that be Lex Luger or Big Daddy Cool Diesel. There were always attempts to replace the Hitman, but they did not work. The fans were all behind Bret Hart, and you don't believe me, go back to the 1994 Royal Rumble match where Lex Luger and Bret Hart won. And let's just say only one of those two received the overwhelming crowd support. It wasn't Lex Luger. Vince was trying again. A new toy. The boy toy. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart had a rivalry for throughout the early days of their career. And it culminated all the way to WrestleMania 12. And Bret Hart did the right thing. And he put over the Heartbreak Kid. Of course, uh, Bret left for that, I guess we'll call it a Hollywood attempt. Bret Hart would return to the WWF later that year. And he was set for the WrestleMania 12 rematch with Shawn Michaels. Alright, good business, all this kinds of stuff. Well, let's see what's going to happen. Psych, Shawn lost his smile. When Shawn claims he got a knee injury and he did all... You know, quite frankly, I lost my smile. Bullshit. Shawn Michaels didn't want to put Bret Hart over at WrestleMania 13. So, he he backed out. And you're like, oh, come on. Shawn Michaels isn't a liar. What, what proof do you have? Go look at WrestleMania 13 before the main event when Shawn Michaels comes out to do commentary and does a backflip off the top rope. For a man with a knee injury, he moved quite well, didn't he? Remember the Sonny Days promo where Shawn Michaels insinuated that Bret Hart and Sonny were having an affair while Bret was married? Yeah, that was a shocker for his kids who were watching who got picked on because of it. Thanks, Shawn. He went and cried to Cornette and Vince and said, oh, unsafe working environment and quit for over a month. But that's a story for another day. The story we will, talk, we will talk about is the real reason why Brett refused to drop the belt at the Survivor Series. It's not because it was in Montreal. It's because Brett said, hey, Sean, I hear we're going to be work, working with each other again. I just wanted you to know that I have no issue dropping the belt to you because Brett is a professional. He recognized, yeah, they have their personal issues and they had a, very public issues with people. So he wanted to put that to the side and let him know that he's willing to do business. Shawn Michaels says, thank you, Brett. I appreciate that. I just want you to know that I wouldn't be willing to do the same for you. Now, if someone told you that they wouldn't be able to do the right thing for business for you after you said that you would for them, would you want to do the same? Would you want to be professional? Hell no. So Brett went to Vince and he was ready to complain about it. And then Vince sided with Sean and said, Okay, guess what? We're going to put the belt on Sean in Survivor Series. There are stories that he was willing to lose it to the Brooklyn freaking brawler in MSG. He'd rather put over the brawler 
than Shawn Michaels. It had nothing to do with Canada. It had everything to do with Shawn Michaels being a piece of shit. There are stories Brett has talked about where he'd be willing to put over Stone Cold Steve Austin the next night on Raw. There are stories he'd be willing to put over Ken Shamrock. Because he'd be willing to put any, over anyone else. Just didn't want to lose to Shawn. Oh yeah, and for people who believe the fiction that the WWE tells that they had to take the belt off of Brett at the Survivor Series, otherwise he would have shown up on Nitro the next night with the title. Legally, he could not. Brett did not show up on Nitro until December 15th, 1997, over a month after the Survivor Series. He legally was not able to appear on WCW until a month afterwards. Long story short, didn't work out so well for Bret Hart. The Montreal screw job happened, then he went to WCW, and that run was terrible. And then all, all, all that came after. So, this holiday time, if you're thinking about some of the misfortunate people, I hope you think of Bret Hart. I hope you keep Bret in mind. And I hope if anyone brings up the Montreal Screwjob and feeds you that bullshit that he just didn't want to lose in Montreal and Vince did what he had to do to protect the company, I hope you do what Brett did to Shawn Michaels and yank their hair out of their head. Happy Holidays from Jamming with Jay. Jesus Christ, that's a, that's a, that's a long rant. I should have known better than asking to do that. Well, okay, boys and girls. Now that that holiday treat is in the way, out of the way, uh, let's go. Let, let's just go to the question, shall we? Uh, why did Sean try to impeach Chronic? Boys and girls, you see, Chronic represents Christmas, and Sean Walsh hates Christmas. By the way, Sean, thank you for the uh, Montreal Screwjob rant. Um, <clears throat> now, uh. Yeah, Sean Walls hates Christmas, and this chronic represents Christmas. That enrages him. That 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 makes him angry in a sense. And you know, it's not good to be angry, or upset, or mad, or you know. I I I, I always wondered how many how many hours I have left on this. Oh, I have okay. I have a lot of hours left. Okay, boys and girls, you shouldn't hate Christmas, and you shouldn't hate our president. Mason Chronic. Oh, by the way, congratulations, Mason Chronic. President Mason Chronic are not getting impeached. Uh. Mm. Yes. All right. Let's go to the next question, shall we? A question by uh, the Hopkins brand. Uh, is Connor the new Ryan Carroll? Dear fucking God, I hope not. Actually, let's, let's just read what this comment says because Connor likes to, you know... Uh, go on rants. You see, Ben asked this, and Connor said, F U C K. Connor! Why? Oh, you. Oh! Oh! Mm. Oh, God. Oh, this is awful. This is absolutely awful. Oh, God. He is the new Ryan Carroll. No. And Ben said, even commenting things like Ryan Carroll, you're right, he is. It's just, that's just awful. And then Connor says, shut up, you wanker. I don't even know. I don't think he knows what that means. <laughs> okay, Connor, you think big words you don't know. Uh, even trying to be British like Carroll. Yeah, clearly. Can someone collect their son? Showing us all you. 
Uh, and then he tagged me for whatever fucking reason. Let's meet Jay. Jay, let's me drink beer and do coke. Arrest him. No, I don't. No, no, I don't. You're not even my son. I disowned you after you voted for Sean, you little prick. Uh, don't let me go with Hen. Yeah. Okay. Don't, I don't know what a hen is, but good for you. And then I ask why he tagged me in it for whatever. He likes to tag people a lot. Like he he, he likes to tag his mom. Which, by the way, this is all your fault, Connor. F- from what happened two days ago, this is all your fault. Uh, because you're the abusive dad. No, I just owned you because you were for sure, you little cheater. Uh, and I and he used the wrong you're by the way, because again, it's Connor. He's you know he's still a child, still in preschool, and I of course credit him. I I credit him. And then RPJ asks, "Is Carol the new Connor Green?" Ew, no. It's, don't sound car like that. <sighs> yeah, this is this is this is, Connor is a interesting child. He really is. Too many pity sticks he's snorting in his room. Jeffrey Albert asked, "Who clicked the yes button?" Carol did. He admitted it. <laughs> Carol admitted it when I uh, when I when I started the poll, you know, he, uh, I saw the fuck. Yes, it was, it was that fucking idiot Carol. Uh, this is why no one likes him. I guess I'll tell you an Bretton Carol story. Uh, it was the first trip I ever met him. Yes, it was in New Jersey. Uh, we met up with. Adam Adrianson, uh, who was crying because he realized that uh, he's still a virgin, um, and he he rounds a sour marijuana, uh, and you know, Carol had a couple of drinks. By that I mean two Guinnesses and a couple of uh, uh, White Castles. And by that I meant he took a bowl, he chopped up the White Castle, and he poured Guinness into it because he he's a disgusting human being. And he said he decided to you know eat it up like 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 a jackass that he is and you know he and I told him Carol that's disgusting that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna fuck your stomach down buddy relax and then he said Jay I know what I'm doing because I know better and oh uh, and he and he tends to say that he, and he did that in the trap don't worry I'm I'm getting I'm getting to a good part um so he decided to you know I'm gonna gobble this up because I'm Brian Carroll and I know better but then like. An hour later, he goes, I have a stomachache. Josh, Sean, hold my hair while I vomit. And then Sean had to hold his hair while I had to walk in a damn hotel like, just to get him water. And uh, that, that, that wasn't a fun experience at all. That really wasn't. That was a pain in the ass. Carol, shame on you. But let's go to how Carol, and he knows better, shall we? So I'm not going to use any names besides Carol. Someone jumped into a pool. Foot, toe first, toe first, and well, stubbed their toe in the pool. It, it, it turned a little, blo- little purplish, bluish, whatever. It, it wasn't a nice. It wasn't a pretty color whatsoever. Uh, now, you know, we're going about how we handle this. I said that uh, I wanted to call his family and tell them what happened. Uh, so that way, you know, we're not freaking out when this shit happens. Because, let's face it, no way in luck, we'll get in trouble. Again, I'm, I'm not going to use any names, okay? But you can you guess who, 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 who was stupid enough to go but first into a pool. A shallow pool, by the way. Uh, so, Carol goes, I'm smart. I'm a doctor because I used Google. And we need to stab that toe with a needle. 
don't worry, I'm going to clean it either, he says. I go, no, let's call his family and see what they think. He then he goes, no, Jay, I use Google. I'm a doctor. So he took, I think, either Travis or the crying little pothead who who cares at the fact that the gay lady would never love him. Uh, I forgot his fucking name. Fuck. Uh, and they went to, I think, Walmart. I think, and they were, and he was gonna buy hydrogen peroxide and a needle. And so, me and Sean, being the smart adults, decided to call this person's family and tell them what happened. And then they said, "Well, first off, thank you, boys, for calling us for being responsible adults and telling us how you feel, what you think we should do. We disagree on your methods, but we feel like he should come. When after the trip, he should come back home, and well." You know, we'll take care of him there. And I'm like, yes, sir, I agree. You know what? You're a very smart man. And he goes, thank you, Jay. I heard so many about you, how handsome you are, how charismatic you are, how how intelligent you are. And you too, Sean. And we both thank this man for commenting us, you know. And he told us, if you ever want to come by our house, by all means, please hang out. You know, you hang out. You want to hang out by our house? By all means, go ahead. Stay over. Well, a nice party. You know what? I'll put you in my will. And I said, thank you, sir. So, you know, we do that, and we call Carol, saying, Carol, you know, we called his family, and we and they said they want to do this. And then he said, I'm sorry, did they use Google? No, I did. I'm a doctor. I know what I'm doing, because I have, I have Google on my phone. And I'm like, Carol, no. He goes, no. And I go, I'm going to do it right now. So he comes back from wherever the fuck he was, and you know, I'm gonna stab that toe. And I'm like, no, you're not gonna go do that because his family said not to do that. He goes, but Jay, I have Google, I know what I'm doing. And I'm like, no, you don't. So I'm like, okay, if, if you wanna do this, call his, call his family and, and you know, see what they think, you know. Let's give them a second opinion. <laughs> so he does, right? <laughs> and shit goes complete south. It goes wrong because, again, Carol used Google, so he needs the fucking doctor. So, so check it. All right. So, we <laughs> at this point we we've gone too far. Now, this man is concerned about his son because we, now this this maniac here, this this psychopath, wants to stab him with a needle because. He's a psychopath and he needs to see blood. He's, he's, he's a, he has a sick fetish about that. Uh, so he goes, no, I said, don't do that. What's wrong with you? Didn't, didn't I just tell you that? And I go, sir, sir, this is Jay. I told him not to do that. And he goes, whoa, Jay, please, by all means, control your boy over here because he's a maniac. Please keep him away from my son. And I'm like, I will, sir, I will. So later on, he's like, you know what? We're going to leave him alone because, you know, his family knows best. And, he, and then Kara goes, no, I know best. I have Google. Okay? I am the Google king. I know what I'm doing. And I'm like, please sit down. You're embarrassing me. You're making me look bad. Alright, so... A few minutes later, we get a uh, message from uh, this from a female of the family saying, Dad wants to call the police on you guys. <laughs> because they think you're holding him hostage. <laughs> we're like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? I'm like, Carol, this is your fault because you you, you want to stab people. Well, I'm going to get a lot of shit for telling the story. I really am. Uh, <laughs> uh.
luckily nothing happened, you know, everything's fine, and his toe is fine, you know, he did nothing at all, it, 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 it went down, and to this day, Carol think he was right, despite the fact that his toe is completely fine now, you know, Carol has Google. Alright, <laughs> let's go to the next question, shall we? How did Chronic win popular vote was Russia involved? No, it was not involved. He's just very popular. And, you know, it, it's, it's a good thing that, um you know, he, he won. Because do you really want me, a man who's going to abuse his power, to run call? Of course not. You know, I'm a bad man. I'm going to admit that. I'm a sociopath. <laughs> or do you want someone like Sean Walsh, who, who had the least votes? Connor voted for Sean Walsh. What an idiot! Yeah, of course not. No, no. You want some. You want a strong, bright leader, like Mason Chronic. Hmm. Of course you do. Uh, we'll we'll go back to questions, but instead, let's hear, let's hear a holiday recipe from our good Scottish friend Scott McShannon. Right. For those who don't know who I am, my name is Chef Boyardee, and today I'm going to be teaching you how to cook a Scottish classic known as haggis, neeps and tatties. And for you imbeciles, that's potatoes, haggis, and turnip. And for the vegans, feel free to use vegetarian haggis if you prefer, which you can find online, or just cut some grass, whatever you prefer. Tatties, also known as mashed potatoes, don't usually contain spring onions, so feel free to omit them from this recipe if you'd so desire. It serves six people, you can cook it in 55 minutes, and the difficulty is super, super easy. So if you can't cook this, then don't cook it. We don't want any casualties or any fires or anybody burning up. So here goes the method. First you want to peel and quarter the potatoes and the turnips, or swades. Then place the haggis in a large pan of boiling water and I cook according to the packet's instructions. You want to then cook the turnips or the swades and the potatoes in separate pans of boiling salted water for 20 to 25 minutes or until tender. Then you want to drain the veg separately before determining the turnips or the swades to the pan. Add half the butter and mash. Keep it chunky, season it to taste and always keep it covered to make sure it stays warm. Trim and roughly chop the spring onions. Melt the remaining butter in the pan, the potato pan, and add the spring onions and cook to for up to one to two minutes or until they're soft. You don't want them losing the colour during the process. So then what you want to do is add the potatoes and mash until quite smooth, seasoning to taste and always keep it covered so it remains warm. From there, you want to remove the cooked haggis Cut it open and place a portion onto each warm plate. Divide up the turnips and swades, or, or and the potatoes, or the neeps and tatties if you may, and serve and enjoy, you English bastard. And welcome back, boys and girls. Thank you, Scott McShin, for giving us that delicious recipe that I'm probably never going to make. Uh, I don't want to go back to questions right away, so instead I'm on an Angel Fire site. Uh, and I'm going to read, like, these wild-ass stories just to make you laugh. Let's see. NWA World Champion Gene Kaniski bought Kevin Durant Eric Hooker in Las Vegas. 
when Kevin was 12. Uh, the Rock and Roll Express walk in on Jimmy Valiant laying on the floor jerking up under a glass table that a hooker was shitting on. Rookie throws up and leaves while Robert stays to watch. <clears throat> uh, let's see what else. Uh, Victor Quinones tried to rape Tarzan Boy at gunpoint in the bathroom stall. He did rape some rookie Japanese wrestlers at gunpoint in the bathroom stall. Uh, El Dandy. WC the Legend being both Lita and Fishman and Lola Gazzola's hot daughter. Uh, this Jesus Christ. Uh, this one, unlike Chris Candido and like fucking Tammy Sitch. And I'm, I'm trying to find out right now because it's like the fucking funniest story I've ever read. And it's so looking. And Jesus Christ, I'm trying to find it. Uh, let's see, um, if I, if I can find it out, no, wait, give me a minute, do not, I, I gotta get to keep scrolling, I gotta keep scrolling, that's all I gotta do, just keep scrolling, while I talk about beating up little cats, because I'm a sociopath, oh, well, I, I'm not in there yet, but here's a fun one, on, uh, on Bison Smith, gosh, so, Bison Smith chasing in a WWE locker room, and Triple H sat down by him, Dead him the entire time he changed, not saying a word. Uh, uh, let's see. At least four people in ECW killed someone. I don't have a hard time believing that whatsoever. You jack. It's, I, I gotta find it. It's, it's fucking hilarious. It's like absolutely wild. Oh, here's the one about Fritz von Erich, everyone's favorite father. A few months after David passed away in early 1984, referee David Manning, who worked in world-class office, was autographing David 8x10's pictures with David's name on them, and they were still selling them throughout the year, all under the command of Fritz von Erich. Ah, oh, Fritz, you've, you've never ceased to amaze me at how much of an awful father you are, you miserable human being. I'm glad you're fucking dead. Let's see. I, I, it's, I know it's in here somewhere. I, I read it and it's fucking hilarious. Uh, come on. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Come on. I know you're in here somewhere. Uh. Oh, it, oh Jesus Christ. Sonny and Candido had a three-way with Drake Roberts for some of his crack. That's, that's not it. That's not it. That's the fucking funny. Jesus fucking Christ! Oh my God, that's just, that's awful. Uh, come on, where is it? It's like it's, it's it's like it involves Chris Candido quoting the WF. I know it's in here somewhere. Like I, I read it in a call one night, and like it's it's just fucking wild. Come on, where is it? Oh, here's one about Dynamite Kid. Well, don't, don't worry, we'll get to the kid either one, don't worry. Dynamite Kid needs to wake his wife up by putting a pistol to her head and pull the trigger once her eyes open. Then he would say, one day it will be loaded. <laughs> Someone tell the story about Dynamite Kid breaking his niece's kneecap for insurance money. I know he did it with a hammer while his fa her father held her down. I know she was with a limp for the rest of her life. I know they did it because she was in a car wreck that didn't really hurt her. 
but I feel like I'm missing some details. Just, oh, just, c congrats, c congrats, fucking dynamite kid. I'm glad you're dead too, you miserable human being. Oh, Shema, it's somewhere in here. I know it's in here. I fucking read it. Okay, here it is, here it is, okay. Ahmed Johnson did a lot of coke back around 1996 at the height of his WWF pay. I don't think I had to tell you what Chris and Tammy enjoyed their fair share of the, of the nose candy. While once they had blown through their cash but were still jonesing, they got desperate. They asked Ahmed for an 8-ball on credit. He laughed and, and said, Black people don't believe in credit, but we can barter. Chris asked what he wanted and Ahmed nodded in her direction. Chris looked at Tammy, who shrugged before he said, Well, hey, don't hurt her, okay? <laughs> don't. <laughs> he fucking sold this girl for fucking coke. So, <laughs> so like 20 minutes later, Ahmed finishes and Tammy leaves his room with a tiny paper envelope. Instead of going back using a Chris who was in their room freaking out, she did, she did coke with Shawn Michaels and spent the night in his room. A few hours later, a friend of Chris Candido starts banging on Ahmed's door. Ahmed answers the door, and Candido asks, Is Tammy here? Ahmed shrugs, and Chris says, Where the fuck is Tammy? Ahmed says he doesn't know because she left hours ago. Candido immediately abandons his search and says, Well, did she take the dope with her? The next morning, he still hasn't seen Tammy, so he goes to the front desk where he runs to Shawn Michaels in the lobby. Shawn walks up to Candido, Pushes his nostril closed, sniffs, and says, Thanks for the bump, Chris. Chris asks where Tammy is and says, Chris asks where, where Tammy was, and Sean said, She's probably back in her room now. Candido stormed up to go see her and got in a big argument when went to the building and quit on the spot. The agent told him he couldn't quit without a written notice, so he picked up a booking sheet, flipped it over, and wrote, I quit, Chris Candido, and that was the end of his WWF career. Oh, I heard, Jesus Christ, Candido. That's not, like, the worst thing I heard. Uh, I remember Tammy Sitch told a story how her and Shawn Michaels went to Jamaica while Tammy was still with Candido now. Just, you know, I want to emphasize that so that way you all know how much of a horrible human being she is. And then they proceeded to fuck. And, and, and apparently, like, Shawn Michaels' like fetish is uh, bidding her over. Over the sink while she applied uh, a lipstick over and over again uh, while he was doing it from behind. And apparently that really turned her on. She wrote all of this in 2017. I believe 2017. You know, when Shawn Michaels is married with children. Yeah, that's just... That's fucking nasty, Tammy. Shame on you. And that, Tammy's just a fucking horrible human being. She really is. And you know what? Speaking of horrible human beings, I really hate to bring up old bullshit, you know, and this was probably like last month, but let's talk about how Cash has returned to the VW servers, shall we? Now, I'm part of that server, alright, and I was not informed by anyone that Cash was coming back. Now, I understand, I'm not really part of the server, you know, I'm, if anything, I'm still an outsider, you know, I'm still cool, I'm still cool with a lot of those guys that I really am, but the trust, you know, it's, it's been pretty damaged now, 
Um, let me explain something to you people. When it comes to stuff like this, you know, if someone is saying something, if something is going on with the call says about the VW, I would inform MTB so that way, you know, I can say heads up, this is coming up, you know, this brace for impact. And he'd do the same for me. Now, imagine my surprise when I saw that, you know, that cash was added back to the server that I'm on as well. That a lot of people who do not like him and is on as well. Uh, and, you know, I thought that me and MTB had this deal where, you know, instead of like this is happening, I would be informed. So that way I get a heads up. Now, like I said, I have no say whatsoever, but I thought I had enough respect with MTB that he could inform me that, hey, cash is coming on, you know. You don't have to talk to him. Just, you know, heads up. He's coming on. Hey, Holly, you can't even ignore him. He didn't even do that for me. And I'm hurt by that because I thought me and MTB were friends. I thought he he'll give me the respect and inform me that Cash was coming back on. And to make matters worse, apparently there was a secret little meeting uh, with people, with certain people to view you about bringing Cash back. And certain people were not involved. People like Josh. Oh, Jamal Bedlam, as you know him, Nitro, and Adam. These people were not involved because they they are people who do not want cash on the server, you know, because they've seen everything. And and then MTB had the audacity to say that, oh, Nitro and Adam didn't care. And when I, and when Sean confronted them about it, they go, I have no idea what he's, what he's talking about. And then they confronted him about it and said, why did you say a name for it? That's not cool. Which led to him retiring. Now, I don't hate anyone at all in the VWU. I don't, you know. I still talk to them here and there. Um, I, I mean, I, I still consider MTB a friend of sorts. But, you know, it is very fucking disrespectful when they couldn't really give us a notice that Cash was coming back. And again, I... Like I said, like I told everybody, I, I told everybody like last year that uh, I was going to ignore Cash. That you know, Cash out of my mind. I want nothing to do with him, and I I am gonna move on. And it's just that it's disrespectful to really do something like that when I was being respectful towards them. You know, I um, I remember, and this this happened today. No, no, well, not incident, but you know, I brought it up today in in a, in a post that Preston made it, made a tweet about Malik and I screenshot it and I showed people on call starts and I showed MTB and I told him, yo, heads up. I thought I'd tell you that Preston is saying all this shit about Malik. I thought maybe I give you the heads up. So that way, that way one of your guys won't find out. And then they do something on their instinct to like go out their Preston because it's the last thing right now that we want is to give this kid any more attention since he can't move the fuck on. Um, and um, I, I just remember it and I told him and he goes, thank you. You know, this is a smart move on you. I appreciate that. You know, cause again, I could have easily gone to the VWU and posted that what Preston said, but I was trying to help the community. I didn't want this community that I like a lot to give attention to this guy who can't move on from past conflicts, you know? And I, I did that because, you know, I was trying to look out for them. I was trying to be a good friend. And, you know, MTB couldn't give me the respect that I deserve to inform me that Cash was coming back. 
at the end of the day, it's just, it's just, it's, it's that. It's them not telling me that Cash wasn't coming back. It's them not telling us that Cash wasn't coming back, and then lying to us saying that how Nitro and Adam were okay with it. That's not cool. That's really not. But like I said, you know what? I I'm gonna move on from it. I'll, I'll still talk to those guys. Whatever. It's just that you know my feelings were hurt, and like I said, I'm just gonna ignore Cash. You know, yeah, we're on the same service, but I'm going to ignore Cash. I'm going to pretend he's not there. And so far, I've been doing that, you know. I've ignored him. You know, he, does, he goes his way, goes my way. He does his thing. I do my own thing, you know. I don't, we don't, we don't converse whatsoever on the server. And that's the best. That's for the best, really. It really is. Uh, okay, let's, let's go to a, um, another question, shall we? I'm going to to re ask who gets the delicious organic who gets the delicious organic peach. Ah uh, yes. So let me explain. This is from GMR by the way. Hello GMR. So let me explain. So when I made the poll, I had three options: either yes, no, or give Pranic a delicious organic peach. And that was second. Now, as for the fate of the, the of the delicious organic peach, I ate it already. So sorry, GMR. Uh, it's gone now. How many votes to get chronic in a peach? I'll come back to you on that. Okay. Uh, where were you on December eighteenth, two thousand five? Probably at home masturbating. You know, knowing me, I, I have no shame. I really don't. Uh, actually, we're going to take a break here, and we're going to hear the musical styles of my good friend, yet again, Scott McShannon. to do with fucking Christmas so I decided to I'm going to read a Christmas story that I wrote called the gay barista boy again this is all this is a holiday uh Christmas story the gay barista boy there was a gay barista boy he is gay very gay he's making coffee because he's a barista a goat walks in he wants some coffee he walks up to the cash register or is the coffee? <clears throat> the gay barista is very gay. The gay barista screams at the goat. The goat is taken back. He scolds the gay barista boy. The gay barista boy apologizes. He asks the goat what he wants. The goat makes an order. The gay barista takes the order. He talks to the goat. Him and the goat smoke some weed. Boy goat or girl goat? Oh, boy goat or girl goat. It does not matter, for in this moment, boy is goat, and goat is boy. He fingers the goat. He sniffs his fingers. 
The Gamerista is a sick fuck. The goat thanks the Gamerista. The goat, the goat commits mass genocide. Merry holidays from Jamming with Jay. I hope you all enjoy that uh, lovely holiday story from Jamming with Jay. Uh, I've also made a huge mistake in that I closed the app that had all the questions in it. So now I gotta go dig uh, through that. Uh, private message, look that later. Shit. Uh, here we go. More questions from the post. Connor's mom. Yes. What's your plan for 2020? It's quite simple, boys and girls. My plan for 2020 is to make more posts about how young Connor Green is. Because he is still an infant. He is still a child. And I'm going to make more posts about how young Connor Green is because he is meme-worthy. He's a walking meme template. I thought John was a walking meme. Nope. Connor has taken his spot as a walking, talking meme. But you know what? Let's 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 let's, let's make this show more more Christmassy, more Hanukkah-y, more Kwanzaa-y, more holiday-y. You know, it is a holiday special of Jimmy Winter. Let me explain to you my holiday tradition in my household. I wake up. I drink a fifth of vodka. I dare people for me to drive. I drive a car and I go to the liquor store and I get more liquor. I come back home. Mom and dad accuse me of being an absolute alcoholic. And I tell them, yes, yes I am. I can't control it. I have no control over myself, boys and girls. During the holidays, I'm a massive alcoholic. I cannot control myself. I've lost myself, boys and girls. I've lost myself. Oh, soup nectar. <clears throat> so I drink more and more and more. And what's this? It's Santa Claus. He comes down the chimney. He gives me a DDT. And I'm like, Santa, you fat fuck. Who in the hell do you think you are? I get back up and I click and I give that motherfucker a close life from hell or a lariat. He goes down for the count. What's this? Oh, I'm winding up. I'm winding up for a fucking super kick. I'm gonna super kick this motherfucker right in his chin. Goes for the kick. Goes for the super kick. I miss. I miss. He wait, wait. He grabs my foot. He puts me in the ankle lock. I'm tapping out. I'm tapping out. Santa Claus just beat my ass. And then I wake up from my dream. And then I. See my family in the living room, and we all open presents. Yes, yes. Let's go back to more questions because I want to wind this down. <clears throat> Jeffrey Albright asks, "Are you still looking for those light tubes?" Yes, yes, I am. Lying son of a bitch. <clears throat> what do you think is in the box? Uh, I don't know. Carol, self-respect. What is in your box? I don't have a box. I'm too poor to, or to own a box. Well, boys and girls, that was this holiday special, I think. Not really. Uh, now, I hope you all had a wonderful time. I hope you all had a good laugh as I talk about how much of a fucker Tammy Sitch is, how much of a bitch of Trish Candido is, and how much of a horrible human being Diamond Kid is, and how much...
Oh, goddamn. Merry holidays, boiling girls, from Jamming with Jay.